The Georgia State Election Board has found a numerous number of mistakes during the audit of Georgia's 2020 presidential election. Can I say, I told you so? This is Randy Osborne. Worldview Truth. Back in 2020, after the presidential election, Fulton County, Georgia, had some discrepancies in their vote counting. So the state of Georgia's election board authorized an audit of the ballots. Uh, During that time, I was actually one of the observers with the Republican Party um, during that time when that audit was being conducted and it was actually a recount of the ballots. Well, I want you to listen to this because I put out a report about a month later uh, just telling you what my uh, personal observations were uh, during this time. And then uh, we will come back to this and we will have a discussion about specifically uh, what the audit was that was released a couple days ago um, of the recount and what the discrepancies were. So listen carefully. And I just want to give you a little bit of background. Um, I'm actually the state committee man-elect for Marion County, Florida. Um, I was actually a former chairman of Marion County Republican Party. And um, I do work for um, uh, Florida Eagle Forum, which is a very conservative um, organization that uh, promotes conservative ideas and thoughts. I've also had experience in voter recount. I was actually uh, one of the uh, observers of the voter recount in Palm Beach in 2018 um, on a senatorial race with Rick Scott. Um, And in that particular case, the um, governor eventually um, suspended the supervisor of elections of that county and uh, she ended up resigning, and rightfully so, because of um, some voter fraud that was going on in Palm Beach, as well as one other county. But I was involved in that, so I've got some experience in this. I um, also was involved in the recount. I was observer in Fulton County, Georgia, on the initial uh, recount of, um, of the election of the presidential election. And I want to kind of give you some background on that and give you some some my personal experience of what I actually experienced. I have not come forward, I have not um, said this publicly because I was waiting for uh, some lawsuits, et cetera, to, to be filed, uh, which they have on this case. So now I'm going to go public and I'm going to give you my firsthand um, observation of what I personally saw that happened in Fulton County. This is on the initial recount, not on the second one that is supposed to have uh, finished up uh, real recently. This is on the first recount I was involved in. I heard um, one of the things that got me really, really motivated to do a video was this, that um, our Attorney General, uh, William Barr, Bill Barr, came out And he said this, there is no evidence of widespread election fraud. 
And uh, when he said that, I was, um, I felt even more compelled to come out and give my firsthand account of what happened in Fulton County, uh, just on the recount alone in Fulton County. First of all, I just kind of want to give you some background of how that recount happened. Um, it was actually held in the World Congress Center um, there in Atlanta, Georgia. There were um, somewhere near 170 tables um, in this World Congress Center. It was um, inside, it was about the size of a football field. Again, I'm estimating that, but that was pretty much the case. Um, within that, there was tables, 170 tables. Within those 170 tables, there were two counters. Uh, one would actually count uh, the ballot, whether it be for, um, in this case, whether it be for Trump or Biden, and then the, the second counter was supposed to verify what the first counter called out, and they were putting them in piles. After they put them in piles, they were counting them um, and verifying it per batch is the way that they, would, uh, they were doing that. So there were roughly 340 counters within that arena. Um, the Republican Party was allowed to have a total of um, 10 observers within that entire, uh, that entire building. They were allowed to have 10 observers on the floor at any given time to observe. So you've got 10 observers observing 340 counters, 170 tables about the size of a football field. So I just want to give you kind of a reference of what the task was um, as an observer, what we were to do. The um, I'm going to just give you, there's, there's a lot of, of um, discussions, there's a lot of uh, subpoenas, there's a lot of things going on that um, are verifying voter fraud and election fraud throughout the state of Georgia. But I'm going to tell you my firsthand account of what I personally um, saw, experienced, and investigated um, during just that recount. Now, many times when you're doing a recount, you could perhaps be in do, do a recount on fraudulent ballots. You really wouldn't know that. You're just counting ballots that could be, have been submitted as fraudulent ballots to begin with. But again, I'm gonna give you my firsthand account of that. First of all, um, one of the things that, that uh, drew one of the largest attention, the biggest attention to me was most of the counters, they were Democratic counters. Again, this is Fulton County, Atlanta. Um, that's pretty much understandable. But the problem is, is a lot of them were not able to keep an unbiased perspective on these recounts. In fact, many of them, um, in my opinion, were very, very, um, not just biased, but they, were, they would get to the point of they would get um, uh, very militant acting um, in their um, in the process. In fact, some of them would um, we were allowed to observe them. We were allowed to get uh, we were not allowed to really get close enough to to really see the ballots as such and see the actual names on the ballots. If we did, they would ask us to move away. Um, some of the directors would ask us to move away. But a lot of them, like on the batch numbers and whatever, they would actually turn over the batch numbers to keep us from knowing what precinct 
some of these ballots were coming from. And we, we did report that. Um, they asked them not to do that, but they continued doing it. Um, even to the point of the director of Fulton County, his name was uh, Richard uh, Barron, um, very, very um, militant acting when, when I had a, a particular issue that we were pulling up that we were addressing with him. Um, he actually would get, got in my face. And um, I mean, got in my face like he was wanting to uh, be confrontational. And it was that kind of thing that, that again, it, all that does is draw additional alarms to what's going on. Um, one, of the things that, one of the things that I personally witnessed that was, was of the greatest issue um, of election fraud that I saw was this. On one of the tables, they were counting, there was somewhere in the neighborhood of around 3,000, 3,500 ballots that were piled up um, for Biden. And as I was uh, observing those, um, what we observed, and it was actually verified through an affidavit um, by the actual counters, which um, actually said that, hey, there's a problem, something's wrong with these ballots. She pointed out, one of the ladies pointed out when I was walking by, again, we're not allowed to talk to these people, but she brought up the conversation. This is what she said. She said, I want you to take a look at these, this pile of ballots. These ballots are all the same. The paper weight on these ballots, the paper is a different texture of paper on these ballots. Um, and she said, I want you to look at the, the bubble marks. Now these ballots are absentee ballots, the absentee ballots, are a longer type of ballot. And an absentee ballot is where somebody would bubble in um, who they're voting for. They would fold that ballot up because it had to be mailed out. They would fold that ballot up, put it in an envelope, uh, sign it, and they would send it in or drop it off to the supervisor of elections or to a drop place that they had pre-assigned. On those ballots, they were a different type of paper they were not the same type of paper that the other absentee ballots were, um, they would normally have. Um, many of these ballots, I noticed, were not folded. There were no creases in them. So how did they get an absentee ballot um, from a vote from a, a mailbox, um, fill it out, and send it back without it being folded? Uh, that was another big question. In, in addition to that, Every single one of the bubbles were identical. Um, they were absolutely identical. In fact, it was, um, I concluded uh, very quickly and um, without doubt that these ballots um, had been copied. They had been Xeroxed off uh, by a copy machine and they had been pumped out and, and had been put in, um, in for, for, uh, for voting. So, and again, that was around 3,000, 3,500 ballots I personally saw. So if you realize that just in one particular area, one particular precinct that you, that I personally saw that many, I am sure that there were many, many more. Again, understand that out of all this count, just in Fulton County, out of thousands and thousands of ballots, out of 340 counters out of 170 tables, only 10 of us were able to, to witness what was being going on. That's one thing that we particularly, uh, that, that we saw 
and, and in having a discussion, um, some of the um, officials immediately came over to that table, um, warned us that they would have us removed if we continued talking to them. They didn't know exactly what we were talking about, but um, again, it, it drew a great, great amount of attention that these were fraudulent ballots. There's no doubt in my mind they were fraudulent. There's nobody that can perfectly bubble in a ballot 3,000 times, um, different people, uh, without them have been uh, copied off. Um, a little bit later, I went to, uh, there was a representative from the Secretary of State that was there that was to be one of the observers. And I went to him a little bit later because, again, I didn't want to draw attention to that because it's amazing how things like that disappear when you bring them up or you, you address them. So none of us wanted to do that. So later on, I just asked him, I said, let me ask you a question. I'm just curious. Um, tell me about your absentee ballot process. What, what do you do? How do you, in fact, let's start from all the way to the beginning. Where, where do you, do you like order these ballots or where do they come from? He said, no, we order them from a place. And he told me about the place out in the West that all these ballots come from. And they have been pre, they were ordered by the Secretary of State, authorized by the Secretary of State. They had to have a particular weight of paper, um, a, lot of, a lot of things, and they were approved and officially designated by the Secretary of State. So um, what that told me is that if there's a different weight of paper on a different ballot, that would raise great concern that those ballots are not uh, those are fraudulent ballots, quite frankly. So um, he verified that without really, really knowing the details. There was another particular issue, and a lot of a lot of press has been talked about has talked about this. I say press, meaning um, the the mainstream media won't talk about this. But um, during the count on um, election night, there had been a a water main leak. And that had been brought up that there was a water main leak, and they had to shut down. Um, they had to shut down um, the area where that they were voting, or I'm sorry, where they were counting the votes. And this was actually across the street from where the, the recount has happened. And it was that the the comment was made that there was a water main leak. Well, I actually ran down the repair uh, person that was responsible for repairing that leak. Um, to find out how significant that leak was, what kind of leak it was, if it was a water main. And this is what he told me. He said, no. He said, that was not a, a water main leak. He said, it was a leak. He said, the amount of water that, um, that was actually leaked out onto the floor uh, may have been a gallon of water. Um, so he basically told me that, that there was not, um, there was no reason for them to shut down the facility. There was no reason that they asked everybody to leave, including the observers. There was no reason for that. It was not significant um, in any way, shape, or form. And so my question is, why would you shut down an entire arena, ask everybody to leave over a leak that took um, probably about, he told me about 30 minutes to, to repair, again, it wasn't of any nature that was going to flood anything. Why would you do that? And then why would um, thousands and thousands of Biden votes show up 
at some period of time when all this building and everybody's gone, supposedly gone, which they weren't, because obviously they were continuing to count ballots because if they had not, the, the count would have picked up when the building opened again. Um, again, it's, a, it's clearly, clearly something that, that was going on between that point and the time that um, the building was opened back up. And by me telling you from a firsthand viewpoint that, um, that ballots had been copied, there's no question about that, um, that is in the lawsuit in Georgia. Um, so we'll see how that, that comes out. But again, my personal, my personal, um, what I personally saw as an eyewitness was that particular issue in that case. So when Barr comes out and makes a comment that there's no widespread, define widespread. Um, does, is, there, is there enough uh, voter fraud and election fraud in the state of Georgia overturn um, the Biden vote? Absolutely, absolutely. When I personally saw that many ballots, um, yes, there's without a doubt there's enough ballots there that would overturn that. So I'm not sure where he's saying that. I'm not sure where he's getting that. I'm not sure if, um, if he is, is bailing on um, his uh, responsibility as an attorney general. I don't know what the case is, but that is mine. I just wanted to kind of share that, let y'all know that uh, that is my, my perspective, my eyewitness. That's what I saw for a fact that was going on in Georgia, actually in Fulton County, Georgia. So the Atlanta Journal-Constitution just broke a story. Uh, they got the information through the Georgia Open Records Act. And they actually broke a story uh, just a couple days ago. And basically the headlines of the story is Georgia investigation finds errors in Fulton audit of 2020 election. And what it does, it goes on to talk about um, the finding doesn't change the outcome of the audit is what they said. Now, I want you to understand that the, um, this newspaper is a very, very liberal newspaper. So for them to even put this out is, uh, is actually pretty, pretty significant that they would actually identify that. But they go on to find um, state election investigators blame, quote, human error for mistakes in a system that relied on sorting paper ballots by candidate counting them by hand, writing totals on sheets of paper, and then transcribing numbers into computers, according to the con consent order and investigative files obtained by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution through the Georgia Records, Open Records Act. Now, I was an eyewitness to that. I was one of 10 of the observers with the Republican Party that was at that recount. Um, and that was the um, information I had given uh, y'all um, in that in that previous clip, and that's basically my account of what was actually happening during that time. My issue with it was not um, the way that they were counting them, other than they were uh, very very sloppy. Um, they were more concerned. Many of the counters were more concerned about what we were observing them doing than them actually doing their job. The report by the election boards end up uh, basically stating that 
Uh, there was a number of errors somewhere in the neighborhood about 3,000 too many absentee votes counted for by Biden. The state election board ordered Fulton County to, quote, cease and desist from violations and future audits and implement new audit procedures and adequately train their election staff. The board approved the consent order on June 21st during the same one of the same meetings that basically scuttled a potential takeover um, of Fulton County elections. Here's one of the points I would have to say about that. State Secretary of State Brad Raffensberger basically said Fulton County, um, he made the claims that there was accuracy in Fulton County's election process. And basically this investigation completely trumps that claim. The Secretary of State claimed that the audit was, um, was accurate and he went on and made those, those public claims. And now with this investigation out, basically says that no, there was a number of errors in this audit. Me personally watching the process of this audit, it was extremely sloppy. Um, they were very, very protective of not letting us know what exactly they were doing. And it would give me great, great um, indication that there was something that they were obviously trying to hide. But that's not really the problem. When you do a audit of ballots or recounting ballots, if the ballots are fraudulent to begin with, all you're doing is recounting fraudulent ballots. And my personal observation is there were ballots that were fraudulent to begin with. So even if you do an audit and you recount uh, these ballots and they're fraudulent to begin with, it has no value on a accurate recount of votes. As we move into a next presidential election cycle, election integrity is critical. It is critical nationwide. It's critical in the state of Georgia, Florida, and across the nation. No matter what state it is, it is critical that people know that their votes count, and that's all that counts. Election integrity is a simple process. Number one is, is the machine counting the ballots accurately? And secondly, the ballots that are coming into the machine, specifically the vote by mail ballots, are they being verified that there are real people that are submitting those ballots? This is Randy Osborne. Until next time, God bless. Worldview Truth.